You are listening to the Today I Found Out podcast, where each weekday we provide an interesting story that is going to feed your brain. You can read more great articles like this by going to todayifoundout.com. Welcome to episode number 397 of the Daily Knowledge Podcast from todayifoundout.com. In the episode today, you're going to learn about the 911 emergency number. And in the bonus facts section, you're going to learn about some international emergency numbers. Let's just get started with today's show. Before the 1960s, the United States didn't have one universal phone number for Americans to call if they needed help from the police or fire department. Callers simply had to know the phone number for each department in the area they were currently in. In the case of large cities, there were often multiple police and fire departments covering different areas. Los Angeles, for example, had 50 different police departments and just as many phone numbers. Telephone operators would usually be left to direct emergency calls if the caller wasn't sure which department or phone number they needed. Oftentimes, there would be further delays upon getting the police or fire department on the line if the clerks who answered the phone were busy with another caller. Needless to say, this system wasn't optimized to get emergency help where it needed to go very quickly. To solve this problem, the National Fire Chiefs Association suggested a national emergency phone number in 1957. But it wasn't until 1967 that President Lyndon B. Johnson helped get the ball rolling. A report to President Johnson's Commission on Law Enforcement and Administration of Justice suggested that a single telephone number should be designated for callers to use in emergencies nationwide, or at least in major cities. The report also recommended that police departments have two phone lines, one for emergencies and another for regular business calls. That way, callers looking to report an emergency wouldn't be stuck on hold while the clerk helped someone who was simply looking for information. To make this universal emergency number a reality, the Federal Communications Commission FCC, partnered with the American Telephone and Telegraph Company, also known as AT&T, in late 1967, to figure out what the number should be. After mulling it over, AT&T proposed in 1968 that the numbers 911 should make up the new universal emergency phone number. Why the numbers 911 specifically? Simply put, the phone number 911 is short, easy to remember, and can be dialed relatively quickly given the few digits. This was particularly important in old-style rotary pulse-dialing phones, which were still popular when the 911 system was first implemented. The touchtone phone wasn't first widely introduced until 1963 and took a few decades to completely supplant rotary phones. In addition, the fact that it was only three digits meant the number could easily be distinguished from other normal phone numbers in AT&T's internal system and routed to a special location without too many changes to the AT&T network. A few years earlier, AT&T had implemented their 611 and 411 numbers, so recommending 911 made this a relatively simple upgrade for them. Congress supported AT&T's proposal for 911 as the national emergency number and passed legislation to that effect. In order to make things fair for telephone companies that needed to update their equipment and offices in order to handle the new 911 call system, the Bell System policy was created. The policy merged the cost of improvements into the basic rates that telephone companies charged their customers. Just over 10 years after Congress established 911 as the country's universal emergency phone number, approximately 26% of United States citizens could dial 911 and be connected with their local emergency services. It might surprise you to learn that even just about 25 years ago, in 1989, the number had only risen to 50%. However, just a decade after that, it rose to 93% of the US. Today, approximately 99% of the people in the United States have access to the 911 emergency phone number system. And now for today's bonus facts. Great Britain was the first country to establish a universal emergency number, 999, in 1937. It was established after five people died in a fire.
Bonus fact 2. Cell and VoIP phones have introduced some new problems to the old 911 and enhanced 911 system, namely trying to figure out where the person in question is making the phone call from. For cell phones, the FCC requires very strict parameters, either via GPS tracking of the cell phone or by cell network location. In the former case, it needs to be accurate to within 150 meters for a minimum of 90% of 911 calls and within 50 meters for a minimum of 67% of the calls. In the latter network location case, it needs to be accurate to within 300 meters for 90% of the calls and 100 meters for 67% of the calls. It is expected that over time the FCC will continue to require these numbers to be more and more accurate. Beyond these types of upgrades to the system, a shift to cell phone usage has introduced the possibility of texting 911 to receive help. While the system is still being rolled out, many carriers such as AT&T, Sprint, T-Mobile, and Verizon now support this. To get around the problem of the individual sending the text, knowing whether the texting 911 system is available in their area, if you send one where it isn't available yet, you should receive an automatic response text message telling you it's not available. Other something 11 numbers include 211, which is for community services information, 311 for non emergency municipal government services, 411 directory assistance, 511 traffic information and non emergency police services, 611 telephone company service, 711 telecommunications device for the deaf, TDD relay, 811 underground public utility services. You just listened to an episode of the Today I Found Out Daily podcast. Tune in every weekday for another great episode, or find more articles at todayifoundout.com.